Points Podcast Network, Cousin Sal, coming to you on a Tuesday morning. I'm not alone. Doing it. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? You know, it's not just a, any Tuesday. I, I, sh- I should have added this in. This is Hard Knocks debut. Yes. Dallas Cowboys, Paulie Kid and I get to watch our team embarrass themselves yet again. Are you excited for this, Parley Kid? I, 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 I cringe a little bit. I don't know. It's like a, having a camera in my kid's uh, dorm on, for freshman year of college. I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Let me be surprised. <laughs> yeah, but what, what else you? is on? What else is there to watch, Sal? Right? I, I I've really come to that conclusion. If there was something better to watch, I'd probably watch it, but. Uh, I'll be alternating between that, the Yankee game, whatever. It's it's something to watch. I don't love them doing this. I think mm-hmm. uh, I just just feel like it sets the team up for some failure. But this is a Jerry Jones move. We'll enjoy it. Hopefully, we get to see some uh, you know the behind the scenes stuff with the rookies. I always like learning learning a little about about some of these rookies or these guys that are so. on the bubble. Yeah, that's fun. I don't need to see Zeke. I don't need to see Dak. I don't need to see. Just show me those guys. I'll be fine. Well, that's what you're going to, I mean, you're going to see three minutes out of the hour on the, on the fellas you want them to focus on. But yeah, I, I know. I just, in, until, until there's something cringeworthy, I guess we're, we're good. I mean, what do we have? What do we, I told Damashek, this is like, it's like, oh, why are you betting preseason football? I'm like, well, it's like we're giving prison food, right? We got goulash <laughs> and, and, uh, and we have like a meatloaf and it's all terrible, but what are we going to bet on here? Um, what else is left? Summer league basketball. There's, there's baseball. Speaking of baseball and hard knocks, this this Dodgers ball girl, she's getting so much praise. I, I brought this up yesterday for tackling a fan who ran on the field. And people are like, are we going to see her on hard knocks? Maybe she should play for the Cowboys. Cowboys <laughs> defense 30th in the league. She didn't do anything. She didn't do anything. I, I feel Did like she knocked him out of bounds. You think like, so? Yeah. I feel like she knocked him out of bounds. It wasn't... Uh, Right. She like, I don't know. He was. All right. She left her feet. I give her credit for that. Now, all these guys are chasing this uh, idiot down and sure. she left her feet. Joel Solomon, babyface, you sent me. If Maybe we can get that up in, in a minute. Send uh, Mikey Meatballs that clip that you sent me. I should have arranged for this earlier. There's an overhead view from the, one of the terrible seats. I don't think she touched him. I, I, we shouldn't make a big <laughs> deal out of this, but I don't know. I don't know why I'm infatuated. Will you send that, Joel, over to Mikey Meatballs? Here, here's what bugs me. Not that it, it's not, it really isn't a big deal, but she, she's also a blonde bombshell now that we see. She's 24 years old. So apparently she's going to get more in NIL money than our uh, prominent female Olympians. Like we should be praising the U.S. women's basketball team, Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi and Brittany Griner or Alex Kleiman and April Ross, or the, 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 the beach volleyball women and uh, Tamira Mensa Stock. Why not her, Harley Kid? Yeah. No. We're going to be focusing on this ball girl. Right. All right, here we go. Here it is. Let's jump back in here. All right, so here it is. You guys tell me. Now, this is a 14-second clip. It's from one of the higher-up seats there. Here he is. He's running away. I don't uh, I don't know why I'm so crazy about this, but, okay, it's a little jumpy. There she goes. She squares off. Come on. Come on, Bolly <laughs> kid. Ooh, actually. Come Ooh. on. Right, um, let's see that, let's see that again. again. 
Mikey meatballs, run that back about seven it was, seconds. It was like when you miss a tackle, right? Like in a football Come game. Come on, he's, yeah. he's going I guess for the seats dodges. and he gets oh, for the yeah, seats. No, um, I mean, he's not I guess trying she, to run her over here. He just gets, wants to get, he actually puts a move on her. If you he look puts at a it. move on her. Yeah. She gets yeah. an arm on him, I guess. He, yeah, um, I guess. Uh, she left I her feet, I give her credit. He couldn't get over that wall. He, he kind of right. like, he's just kind of diving into the stands at that But that's all he wanted to do anyway. All right. So um, anyway, that 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 my point is right. let, let's uh I mean I the mean, bigger question the bigger question is mm-hmm. why there's nobody at uh, Dodger Stadium. Oh, <laughs> I didn't how even empty see that. Was how it? empty yeah. is that upper deck? I mean, that must have been either the first or second or eighth or ninth inning uh, in LA. I'm well, guessing. Well, again, to be fair, half the fans are on the field. They don't even stay in the seats. <laughs> They're just running because they know they can't get caught. Uh anyway, oh, yeah. praise Good our point, Olympic Sal. athletes more than this uh this 24-year-old yeah, ball Yes, girl. let's do uh, that. Absolutely. Tamira Mensah stock. Parley kid, get real, just to wrap up, the, the Olympics were great to me. It really were. I, I won that bet. 39-38 for most gold. I was up to the wee hours. That was something. Saturday. Following every event, it really was like the most important Olympics ever to me because I had, sure. I had a stake well, in everything. What were the odds here. on, what were the original odds on the USA to have the most gold? <laughs> it was uh, terrible. Gold, so. It was minus it, it 700. Was, it was, all, oh, it was such a sal bet, you know. And oh, so I did it. To, I did it. To, I was like, "This is going to be my bet for the summer." So I'm going to do it to win a couple three thousand dollars. And so, uh, and I didn't hedge. I saw for a second. I saw like four days ago, China minus two ninety, but they did it. They took them all. I needed like the flyweight box and down thirty eight thirty six. Right? They're down thirty eight thirty one. I think. And then 38. Jeez. Yeah, they were down seven golds at one point. Maybe it wasn't thirty eight thirty one. Yeah, no, great uh, stuff. Yeah, great stuff. I mean. So yeah, it seemed like they were never catching up, right? Yeah. They were down five like every day. Needed everything um, for whatever yeah. happened. You got you got like a cyclist, right? Though too or something. A cyclist was like sixteen to one to win shit. the gold and 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 did for me. That was like right before the women's volleyball team. I'm sorry, the women's basketball team won to put me ahead, and that was it. And then zeros the rest. Yeah, of you the really. Way. Yeah, you really should be thanking those women, right? Between the basketball, absolutely. the volleyball, the beach volleyball. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. They don't came forget Mensa stock too. With that gold. Yeah. Well, I listen. I I said I want to get an Olympic gold medalist on. I'll donate to whatever charity they want because I feel like this is found money now. And I said to uh, I said to our producer, Babyface Joel Salmon, look, you get any of them on right now. We'll have money. He's like, no, it's not good for the show. I don't know what's your reasoning, Joel, that we don't have <laughs> an Olympian today. Is he even on? He David even Taylor. David Taylor, the wrestler, yeah. is a very big fantasy football player, too. Is that so. right? Yeah, right. very big into fantasy wow. football. Let's kick Harry Cable out of the league. Cable Stevenson would be, he'd be, I'd love to get those guys on. Holy smokes. All right. Well, Joel just left the, he left the Zoom because it was too much heat. I asked him to book a guest. God forbid. Uh, hey, we're going to preview the AFC South. We're going to take a ride on the Riverboat Casino. We have Sharp Tank. 17 baseball games today. There must be a doubleheader or two in there, right? 17? Yeah, yeah. Toronto. Toronto has a doubleheader. Oh, so that started yeah. now. Okay. And uh, preseason football. These guys can bet on Sharp Tank. We'll hit that a little later. But right now, right now, it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bad aches. When a bet makes you sick. And you make the wrong pick, it's a bad egg, it's a bad egg, it's a bad egg. Yes, bad eggs brought to you by PropSwap. Hey, don't think just because there's summer league basketball and preseason football and baseball that the bad eggs run out, because they don't. They're all over the place. I I had a good week. I'm not going to complain. I had that Olympic win. 
with the golds. I had Abraham answer. I took him at seven to one Sunday morning. That somehow won. It was like a seven-way tie going into the last hole. And uh, he pulled it out. But these guys, some of these other fellas, not as fortunate. My God, Brother Bry, the Royals Yankees, you had it under. Looking great for a while. And then this dumb extra inning rule. You should be able to buy insurance on this. I feel terrible. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, we don't have to talk about it. But last night was, I mean, it was stupid. I had the Yankees-Royals under nine and a half runs. Um, <laughs> but this is one of those ones, like, it makes me, you know, there's there's been a few over the last couple of years where you're like, oh, I just, I don't think I want to bet anymore for at least like a day. <laughs> or, for for at least a day or two, I'm going to, I need to take a little bit of a break. I mean, I say that it never actually happens, but. I have the under nine and a half runs. It's zero zero after the sixth. I could kind of sense the stupid thing coming. It's one one after the seventh. Then the Yankees score, so it's two one. Then the Royals score against two two after eight. And then Boyd hits a home run with two outs in the night. So I'm like, all right, three two. I don't have to worry about extra innings. Uh, bottom ninth, the Royals get a single with two outs, make mm-hmm. it three three. So I'm like, oh fuck. And then. Um, <laughs> Then Gardner gets a hit to put the Yankees up 5-3, which is perfect because the last thing I want is in extra innings to be 4-4, right? Because then Mm -hmm. I'm like, ah, shit, then I'm scrambling. But 5-3, Clay Holmes comes in for the Yankees, walks. uh, He's 0-2 on Benintende with one out. He walks him. Uh, Then a wild pitch, I think, the next pitch. And then with two outs again, a base hit to right center field, tie it up again, 5-5. At that point, point, it's funny – you know, being a Yankee fan, you think I'd finish out the game. I just shut it off. I didn't. I didn't even find out until. Really? I, I was. I was so disgusted. I didn't even find out till this morning that they wow. actually won the game. Well, you end up losing. You end up losing by three runs, right, or four runs? It was yeah. an eight-five final. It's yeah, it's crazy. stupid. But it's stupid. It's not even like you didn't. Even, one of the innings you didn't even get crazy. like four or five runs. It was one, one, two, two, three, three. I mean, it kept being one run. Right. To I lose mean, yeah. under nine and a half. You could in the get, in the, with the new rules, with the, with the runner on second, nobody out to start the extra innings. That's so new anymore. But it could be 1-1 in the 10th inning, and you have a shot at the over. You really do. It's right. disgusting. It really is. That's why you got to do it like me, brother Brian. And, you know, par, uh, Dave Damashek had the under in that game, too. Same, similar reasoning. Um <laughs> That's a loss. I lost with the Twins 11-1. It was nice, right? I had the Twins <laughs> plus money. Came out there. Lose, God, I lost. lose I'm, big like that. Done yeah. 25 minutes into the game. I got so, to you know, hang out with the wife, tell the kids, lie to them, tell them I love them, spend time with them. You know, that's, <laughs> the, that's the way to lose a game, not these bed aches. Harry, you had an under too that, that blew up in your face. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Brian probably knows. I haven't hit back-to-back extra point picks, Brian. <laughs> I don't know what, like 40 days? Wow. So I had a shot last <laughs> night, you know? I took a, I had the Marlins in a... Padres under seven and a half, both pitchers going, um, ERAs under three. It's four to one in the top of the eighth. And the Marlins have losing to San Diego and San Diego has been fantastic when they get a lead like this, especially at home in that ballpark. And all of a sudden, and the Marlins, by the way, had like two hits. So the game's over at four one, all of a sudden I, I didn't even check either. I went to dinner and I'm like, I thought there was a lock. And then I forgot to go back and check to make sure the final six runs in the eighth inning and I lose. So I don't get the back-to-back wins. So the streak continues of not having two straight wins on extra points in about a month. And oh, a half. thank you. Yeah, what is he? You would know. Is he like five and 30 or something like that? I mean, I'm sure, you know, Brian. I, you know what? Once you hit that streak, I kind of stopped, you know, I, 
You know, the parlay kid brought it up. Yeah, kind of. The parlay kid defended (laughs) Harry last week. He's like, in his defense, it's hard. Like, no, it isn't. Just go against Harry. It's easy. Yeah. He's going to be 30 and five. Harry did have a game last week where he tried to do the opposite. Yeah, yeah, what he liked, and he still he lost. (laughs) I know. No one. I didn't tell you that, Sal. I I, I want. He's like, I love the Reds, Reds. but I'm gonna go the Twins, and the Reds won. You know what? Stick with that theory, Harry. I think eventually it's gonna work out for Nothing works. Baseball has been dreadful. (laughs) Holy kid, do you have anything to add? Golf. Yeah, you know, I had Bryson. DeChambeau at 28 to one heading into the tournament. He looked really good. Uh, Back nine, he goes six over Mm. and ends up not even in the top five. Uh, Had he just really shot par down the back nine, he wins that tournament. Uh, So that was a little frustrating for me uh, this weekend. Um, Golf is hard, you know, but um, when you have that 28 to one staring right at you and I didn't hedge on it, um, and well, you, you know, it. If I, the, the, the if, whole if idea I hedged, was that I would have hedged with losers, though. That would be I, I wasn't right. going to hedge with answer. Yeah, uh, who, right. who you had, wow. so I would have yeah. lost all around. So I'm glad I didn't hedge. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was a rough one. I mean, you just expect Bryson to play better down the back nine. He's not a guy who normally, he's not like a choker, right? He's not really known. He just kind of hits the ball long and and far, and uh, just hits That's it from wherever thing. it is. Right when the you par know. three, he's hitting it in the water. He's like short right. on it. Like you don't expect that from Bryson, this this hulking uh, figure there. But yeah, he, you you beat the COVID part of it. That was the hard part, right? Like uh, people, I think Joe House, a couple of us had him not to make the cut, and then he's like minus five after the first day or after sat or after a sat Friday or something. But anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm really starting. I'm really starting to hate him though from a betting side. Yeah, I just I, I had yeah. yeah I had him too against English in a matchup on on Sunday. Right, English, oh. English uh, yeah English goes three over or whatever he went. He went like five over on the back nine, and I still lose the the day. That's matchup. incredible. Wow, that's, that's yeah. hard to believe. Wow, that's hard to believe. And I, so I also had Derek Lewis this weekend, and uh, you know it's frustrating having these UFC guys when they absolutely don't throw a punch the whole like in three right. rounds. It's like nothing happens. Uh, Constantly on the wrong side of those Lewis fights, always. On yeah, the wrong I know. Side. It's a, it's almost like you can't bet him. I thought uh, to not make the distance was an easy. It, I thought it should be higher than minus two hundred. I know game, you know, went with the big Russian went the distance and everything, but uh, I, I just felt like they were going to belt the hell out of each other, and that was going to be over in two or three rounds, and and it was. But you know, this is not about bragging. This is about uh, you know, licking our <laughs> wounds. And Mikey Meatballs, let's hear the song again. Bet makes you sick, and you make the wrong pick. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. All right, yes, well, betting. No, I told you, brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Football season's about to kick off. Thank God. PropSwap here to make this your best season ever. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. Just needs to improve. The average seller on PropSwap makes over $500 a month just listing and selling tickets. Yes, right now, Sean Payton and Ron Rivera, both 21 to 1 odds to win coach of the year. Which coach is more likely to outperform expectations this season and have value to sell on PropSwap? What do you think, Harry? What are you going to say? Let's go with Mike Zimmer. How about that? I don't think he was one of the options of the two, but all right, that's good. So would faced with either Rivera or Peyton, you go Mike Zimmer. That's the way to do it. 
All right. Remember, regardless of what Harry says, remember when making your bet, always go for two. Make two tickets on the same team or prop so you could sell one for a profit, profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. I, you know, I don't like either of those odds. Sean Payton, Ron Rivera. I haven't done the NFC South yet. I don't love Washington this year. I feel like if he was going to win it, it was going to be last year, right? Sean Payton. I don't know what that team does. Anyway, that's not what we're up to. NFL. We did the AFC East and North. Now, we all like the Bills, right, last week to win the division. We went over over-unders, too, and props uh, in the East. In the North, we were split on Cleveland and Baltimore. Is that right? And now, uh, this week, we have the AFC South. I don't know. I don't love this division. I hate this division, in fact. Right. No one excites me. No one's winning a yep. Super Bowl from this division. I know. No one's going to win the Super Bowl from this division. I'm saying it now. Uh, you got injuries all over the place. This is potentially the worst, most unproven quarterback quartet in history. Now, we'll say Tannehill's been good, all right? I should really get him out of the mix because he's been good. But really, three years ago, if I would have said Ryan Tannehill's the best quarterback in this division, you, you, you know, you would have laughed me out of the business. Ty Taylor, Trevor Lawrence, great. Everyone loves him, unproven. And what? Uh, Brett Hundley or Sammy Ellinger? What are we looking at for the Colts? My God. Eason? I'm not sure. Eason. Uh, yeah, I don't know who's. Uh, yeah, I don't know who's. Rivers, who's maybe. Bring back Rivers. Who knows? Maybe Rivers. He says Rivers he's coaching. Is, Rivers supposedly wouldn't want to come back till later in the season if he was right, ever going to come back. What's that's he doing? What he's coaching like middle school football, right? Parley Kid. Parley Kid, if they needed you to start uh, like in three weeks, but you had the middle school football team, what would you say? I'll tell you what. What I would do is they could. I'll go coach Rivers' team, and then he can go play. Oh, that's How smart. does that sound? I think yeah, that's that, fair. That's enough. what I would do. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good uh, <laughs> compromise there. All right, but let's start with the AFC South, the division winners. Now, here's what gets me crazy: the Titans expected to win nine games. The over is minus one fifty. This is one of the more fixed lines on the boards right now. It really is over nine. They won eleven games last year. They add Julio Jones. They add Janoris Jenkins on defense. Bud Dupree yep. coming off the ACL. Yep. They draft Caleb Fairley, uh, Farley, who they're very high on. Yep. They have a running back who had over 2,000 yards rushing with uh, Derrick Henry. They had a receiver at 11 touchdowns and 1075 receiving in A.J. Brown. Like I said, they added Julio Jones. Um, why the hell? There's an extra game. They won 11 last year. Why are they only at nine? What? That's a sucker bet, Harry. I'm sorry. It is. I know you like over. I'll tell you what. I'm taking Love. exactly nine wins at plus 550 mm. because I, I just don't trust it. I'll get to the reasons why it's not going to happen that they're going to win 11 or 12. But I want to hear why you like them at over. Well, yeah. I mean, listen, Sal, also another sucker bet when we just discussed uh, last week. Steelers win 13 last year and their over-unders eight and a half. Yeah, I but that, we saw them about... collapse last year. I, I understand. Collapsed. Yeah. I understand, but still, like they, Damashak said, they were 11 and 0 at one point. But right. Tennessee, I like over nine here because, uh, like you mentioned, 11 wins last year. They haven't gone, they've gone nine or more since, uh, since 2000. Haven't gone, they've gone nine or more since 2016. Uh, Henry's the be uh, beast, as we know. So we're the second most points in the AFC, uh, last season. Um, division is so, I mean, the division is so soft. All four teams have had quarterback issues, except for them. You mentioned Ryan Tannehill. 
since he's came over from Miami in two seasons, 55 touchdown passes, 11 rushing touchdowns, and just 13 picks at worst in the division. At worst, you got to think five and one. They get the Jets. That's probably six and one. So just to get a push, you got to go three and seven the rest of the way for a win. You got to go four and six. I have them at five and one in division and four and seven the rest of the way. People going crazy. There's a there's a bet you can make for um, best record in the conference, right? And I think Damashek's all over this at 17 to one. I think that's best record overall, actually. Titans, but they play the NFC West, right? They have their extra games are Kansas City at Pittsburgh and New Orleans, and they play the NFC West. So, yeah, sure, they might beat up on the Texans and the Jaguars, but they have some tough games. Parley kid, we're going to get to the Colts who have uh, the toughest, I think it it really looks. And uh, yeah, they face eight quarterbacks in the bottom 20%. I'll say that that's, that's a plus for the Titans. Parley kid, you're going over as well, or you like them right at nine? Yeah. So I, I, I'm going over here with the Titans. I don't Mm -hmm. see what I, I know it seems fishy, right? I don't always believe in the fishy stuff. I don't really, I'm not a believer in that. Um, I think we're getting a bargain here with the Titans over nine. I mean, they pretty much win nine every year, right? So even when they're not very good, they win nine under, uh, at least under Vrabel. And Vrabel's, I think, uh, 29 and 19 as a coach here uh, with the Titans. I think he had some, a bunch of, a uh, couple of nine and seven seasons last year. They break out with 11 wins. Uh, I don't know. Tannehill's been a top. Seven, eight quarterback here the last two years. Uh, the numbers prove it. He's been fantastic. Uh, the addition of Julio Jones, uh, whether people think he's a little long in the tooth I, 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 or not, it's only going to open up the running game more for Henry uh, as well. So uh, they've made some significant signings on defense. Their defense really can't be worse than it was last year. Bud Dupre, uh, Denico Autry is a kind of an underrated signing as well. From the Colts, they took him from the Colts at seven and a half sacks last year for them. Uh, so, and, and the uh, in their draft, uh, they went a lot of defense. Uh, Caleb Far- uh, Fairley, uh, as well as you mentioned, Sal, excellent draft pick. This team, I, I think they get to eleven wins here this year. I think they're that good. Um, hmm. Vrabel is a winning right. coach. I think they get. I think they bust this o- over nine pretty easily. All right. Yeah, you know, right. They lose Clowney. They lose but- Malcolm Butler. They lose Adoree Jackson. But who cares? They were 30th in the Those league Those guys anyway. had bad yeah. years last year. It's like addition yeah. by subtraction. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Guys. Here's what I'll say. Maybe a lucky team, though. Five wins trailing in the fourth quarter. Is that luck? Seven and two in one score mm. games. You know, like I said, they allowed 400 yards a game, 398. Defensively, they're a disaster. They have two new coordinators, and they only returned 12 starters. Todd Downing and Shane Bowen other new uh, coordinators. I don't know. I guess I'm the only one who doesn't love this Titans team. It's, it's the Clay Travis effect. He makes me hate everything, Tennessee, but brother, Bri, you like over, over nine as well. Yeah. I mean, I like over, but I, I see your point. I mean, when I look at their schedule, I could see a, a way that they finish at nine or lower. I mean, my, my two assumptions that I'm banking on here is they finish four and two or better in that division, which they should. Um, also, they need to. They really need to start the season four and one to get the over. So they have Arizona at Seattle, Colts at Jets at Jacksonville. So they need that because then they have. I know they're home, but they have Buffalo, Kansas City, and then at Colts at Rams. So I, I really do think they need to get off to a good start to to hit to go over. Um, 
But obviously, you know, you look at Jones, it's a big upgrade. Uh, but, you know, who knows if he'll ever stay healthy. I mean, he'll, may, he may be questionable every week. But it, and then, you know, again, this is more just, I guess, the cons of this team. You know, the one thing is they don't have a ton of depth. But if they do stay healthy, I, I, I think this should be an 11-win team, 10-11 wins. Defensively, they were bad. They were really bad last year, but they do have some talent there in the front seven. I think it was just like like Parley Kid was saying, addition by subtraction. It was just some bad years by certain players. I don't think they'll be that bad again defensively under Vrabel, at least from from last year. Such a strange team. Thirtieth ranked in the red zone defense, two ranked in the red zone offense. It just it's it's an exciting uh, game every time. Every time. Yeah, they- yeah and. I- and I don't, I mean, I don't love that tight. I mean, I, I, you like AJ Brown, right? Uh, I don't know for as much as you could like Henry. I don't, I don't know. I, I he's not the, I don't know. They're, yeah. They gave up not, the most for a team that, that wanted to watch the team that won the division. Uh, I think they gave up the most points last year than a division winner did in like 20 years. Yeah. Probably. So. I mean, number one in uh yards allowed. Well, so, you know, like obviously everyone's in love with the Julio Jones edition, he has to make up some, you know, Corey Davis and John U. Smith, both gone 1,432 yards and 13 touchdowns. So you got to make that up if you're going to have the same offense as last year. I have them losing a dumb game. I have them losing at Seattle, losing a dumb game at the Jets. That's where you guys will kill me, but whatever. Uh, I have them losing the primetime game against the Bills. I have them losing the primetime game against the, that's the Rams, right? Uh, and I have them losing at New England at Pittsburgh and another prime time against San Francisco. I don't know. I have a lot of opinions on this division that I hate so much, but there you go. That's the uh, Titans. Now the Colts, this is the hill I'm going to die on. This is the uh-huh. dumb bet I'm making right here. <laughs> Eight and a half. The over is minus 120. By the way, Titans to make the playoffs. Yes, minus 160. No, plus 130. Colts to make the playoffs. Yes, minus 110. No, minus 110. That's a toss up. This is another uh-huh. fixed line, guys. Um, you know, what else do you need to know? They won the, you know, they failed to win the division, but they were favored to win the division in the beginning of the year when they took Carson Wentz, they got him for a third and a second. So then he has a foot injury. He's out five to 12 weeks. People aren't, you know, sold on whether he's an improvement over Phil Rivers anyway. Then Quentin Nelson is out and now he's making memes all over the place, trying to inspire the team. Uh, we find out Sammy Ellinger's taking first team reps, right? Uh, I don't know. I I, I got a parley kid. You don't like this. The other options are Jacob Eason and Huntley, the kid from uh, UCLA. But I feel like Ellinger's coming off like a seven-year college stint. Like he could cut, maybe jump in there right away. <laughs> it's not a Trey Lance situation. I, again, this looks like a fixed line. They're begging you to take the under. They have a first-year offensive coordinator, Marcus Brady. You don't want to count too much of last year. They had 30 points a game last five of the season, although they lost to the Steelers. That was an insane uh, game. Jonathan Taylor's fun. Led the rookies with 1468 rushing. Paris Campbell comes back. The problem is first four of the first five games, Seattle, LA Rams, at Tennessee, at Miami, at Baltimore. Oh, my God. Look at that. Look at that. That's that's trouble. And I'm still taking the over. I'm still doing it. Parlay kid, you like it over also, right at nine. Yeah, I'm going to take exactly nine at plus five hundred here, Sal. Um, I can't, I can't imagine. I really wonder if Wentz is going to be back sooner rather than later, based on the fact that there's no talk about them maybe trying to bring somebody in here as a quarterback. 
I mean, there are some whispers that once I, I, in what I was reading today, that uh, he could be back possibly week one. But then you read that he could be back week like seven or eight. So it's really hard to judge that. But I would think he's going to be closer to week two or three here because they can't go into this season with those quarterbacks you just named, Sal, especially if it's going to be more than two or three games. They cannot. That cannot happen. Uh, I'd be shocked. But I do have uh, – and Nelson, I think, is going to be back sooner rather than later as well uh, to bolster that offensive line. Their defense is very good. I respect Frank Reich a lot as a coach. Um, their first five games are pretty brutal. I might be looking at one and four, uh, even with Wentz, if that's the case. But two against the Jags, two against the Texans. You got the Raiders on that schedule. Uh, you may, you probably find a way to split with the Titans. <laughs> okay, so that's at least six wins right there. They find a way to get a three more. Uh, take the exact nine. Well, plus 500. I like that. And, you know, the defense is what I'm banking on here. Matt Eberfloss. Defense is very good. He's very great. Good. They returned eight starters. They got Quiddy Pay. That's who I wanted the Cowboys to draft there. It's a great story. Uh, DeForest Buckner, nine and a half sacks. Yeah. 26 quarterback hits. Darius Leonard averages 9.9 tackles. They over fly three around years. the field. That defense flies it's around. going to the keep field. them in every game, right? Yes. So that, that's why I like this team. Um, Harry, you say under. Brian says under. Let's start with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't love the under, but I do like it a little bit here because look, these injuries are just crushing uh, for the Colts. Um, Carson Wentz couldn't even make it to a preseason game before getting injured. I mean, they have weapons on offense, definitely. Uh, um, but still, who's going to throw him the ball? Jacob Eason was nothing at the University of Washington. It's, it's a big guy. And Sal, you mentioned the schedule here. I mean, not only is it the Seattle and Rams' first two games, but then they do go on the road for three straight, like you said, at Tennessee, at Miami, at Baltimore. Two of those games are night games. They get a reprieve a little bit with Houston the next week, but then two next two weeks right after that, San Francisco, and you got to play the Titans again. I mean, with, without having your main guy who you went after, Wentz, if he's not back, which he probably won't be, it's going to be really difficult for them to pull these games out. Yep. All right. Well, here's what I'll say. After the bye, and they have one of these late buys, these teams with the week 14 buys, it's, it's not good. I don't see it working yeah. out for anybody, really. But if they survive that long, if they're in the mix, they're New England at Arizona, Las Vegas, and at Jacksonville. That's how, who they finish up with. So, obviously – if it's very tough, it's got to get easy at some point. And they also could face five rookie quarterbacks. Now that I look at this, right? Who am I looking at here? Um, I mean, they're going to have rookie quarterback. Houston, uh, potentially oh, San Francisco. Jets, Jets. Yeah, the Jets, twi uh, Jacksonville twice, the Jets, San Francisco, and Houston. Did I miss somebody? Uh, Houston twice, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows how that goes? Oh, and maybe New England by the time it gets to week 15. Yeah. Is that six? Yeah. It's a lot. All right, Bri, you're the last one shorting the Colts under eight and a half. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny because I like them. Before the injuries, I, I thought they had a good chance to go, you know, 10 or 11 wins. But, yeah, I'm going to go under here. I mean, it seems even though I'm not a huge fan of Wentz um, or Nelson, obviously it's a big step down if, if Sammy or Eason or one of those guys is starting. But, yeah, I. They're saying on average, I think with this in, this foot injury, I mean, it seems like Nelson's going to be back from what from what he's right from what he's saying. Uh, Wentz, though, I mean, who knows? I mean, he's had an injury history anyway. 
Uh, plus, they said on average, I think this injury takes like 10 weeks to recover on average. Um, but look, you're also, you know, we're talking about Nelson potentially being out, even though whatever, he'll he'll probably be there. But they lost Costanza, right? Or he, he Well, he that's retired. the thing. They didn't replace him. That was the knock well, on them. They get well, quitty paid. They didn't replace him. And now Nelson's out. So Well, so they replaced Costanza, I guess, with Fisher. But then Fisher's still re- recovering from an Achilles. So, like, they mm-hmm. don't know. I mean, he'll probably return, like, mid-season, I guess, based on what it looks like. You know, it's funny. Then they also, I think yesterday, just Buckner hurt his foot. There was a foot injury, and there's no news on that. So that possibly might be bad as well. Uh, but yeah, those the, the schedule itself is just is terrible to start. I mean, you wouldn't. I mean, could they? You know, I wouldn't be shocked if they they start off the season two and six. It's a very sure. very yeah. good possibility, especially if especially if once is not playing those games. I do have them two um, and five and then turning it on. At, at, yeah. At, I mean, what you need uh-huh. is, uh, you know, we can get, we'll get to that in the next stuff, but you'll, you'll need, you know, need two wins against Jacksonville automatically two wins against Houston. And if mm-hmm. you don't get that, you're probably, you're probably going under. All right. All right. There you go. So that's Colts where it's, uh, well, we're not really split on it. I, I have the over parlay kid has them right at nine. Uh, Harry and brother Bry have them under eight and a half. What I will say is, if you like them under eight and a half, why don't you take playoffs? No playoffs minus one ten. Yeah, that's a good one. Because even that's, nine and eight, unless yeah. they win the division at nine and eight, even right. nine, even if they go over eight and a half, likely not um, making the playoffs. Right. So you got you got that extra half game to play with. Although I'll get to my, uh, we'll get to our our division picks, and I think it could get a little screwy. Um, Jaguars six and a half. The overs plus one oh five. Yes, they will make the playoffs as plus 330. No is minus 440. I got to be honest. I can't make an assessment until I know if Tim Tebow's on this team. Are they signing? Is he going to make it? Is he not? I don't know what to say about this. Good question. Trevor Lawrence, big addition. Urban Meyer, big addition. Got a lot to do. A lot of work to do. One in 15 last year. 12 and 36 since losing to the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. A game they easily, not easily, but really, can make an argument they should have won. Last Jaguars quarterback to make the Pro Bowl. You guys want to guess? Uh, Mark Mark Burnell, yeah. Uh, did he even make it? David you know? Garrard in two thousand. Garrard, I was going to say oh, Garrard. Yeah, well, Garrard, Harry, yeah. I can't give you like twenty minutes. We got it, you know. East Carolina, <laughs> East Carolina. David Garrard. Uh, Daryl. So Harry, Harry, Harry said Mike Zimmer. <laughs> Jay Gruden <laughs> is out at offensive coordinator. Uh, Daryl Bevel's in. Um, you know, some nice fantasy pieces. James Robinson, 1,070 on the ground. DJ Chark, 700-plus receiving. The defense, bad. 31st. Now they have, what's his name? Joe Collins in there. Uh, First-year defensive coordinator. They lose Malcolm Brown. Again, they lose Shaq They lose some names, but it doesn't matter yeah. when you're 31st. Um, Second-fewest sacks allowed, I'm looking at, as I jump back to the offense, which is weird, right, for a team that has struggled to score like they did. I'm shorting the Jaguars. I really am. I don't know why I, uh, Damashek and I argued about this uh, between the Texans and Jaguars. One is two to one to have the worst record. The other is 13 to one to have the worst record. I have the Jags with four wins. I'm going way under. Talk me out of this. Who has the over here? I'm saying this is a, a the, sexy pick. Go ahead, brother. Brian, you have I over. took the over. I mean, look, 
it's uh, I think it's easy, right? Well, I thought maybe, well, it's probably a little too easy maybe to take this uh, under here, especially because six and a half seems really high. But for once, it's a fun. Uh, these Jacksonville teams, even when they were decent a few years ago, just boring, not fun to root for. But this mm-hmm. is the first time they're they're a likable team. I actually am really excited to watch them, you know, since the Brunel, Jimmy Smith, McCardle, Fred Taylor days. But, you know, Lawrence, ATN, Urban Marsh, you know, they're going to bring excitement. So I didn't realize this, but it seems like college coaches recently have had success turning around franchises. Yeah, I was looking now, at that. Yep. Yeah, no, it, it is weird. I think uh, I saw somewhere... Uh, like three of the last seven had had made the playoffs, but now seven and ten is a lot from one and sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's not act like in those games last year that they were actually even really trying to win any games. I mean, it was the Lawrence Bowl, right? They were really trying to to lose some of those games. And I'm not saying this is necessarily going to be an Andrew Luck season. Uh, you know that saw the Colts go from two and fourteen to eleven and five, but it's definitely possible with a guy like like Lawrence that they could win seven games I don't Hmm. think I mean you know you know Meyer more than anyone Sal so I oh yeah at least on this pod but I don't think he's taking this job I know Grandy has Lawrence but I don't think he's taking this job if he's thinking he's going through a three or four win team you know going to be a three or four win team this year just because I think I don't see him lasting more than four or five years right physically mentally right you know you said they were defensively they were awful last year but part of that is offensively they were so bad that just put them in put them in big holes and and the one thing i will say is if you look at their schedule it gets tough late in the season but early on in the season they the first 6 games out of the gate are definitely winnable they're at Houston home against Denver Arizona at Cincinnati home against Tennessee Miami so those are winnable i i wouldn't necessarily the way this division is this year I wouldn't be shocked if they beat Tennessee a game. I wouldn't be shocked if they beat the Colts a game or two. Um, so, uh, well, yeah, so I'll, I, I'll I think this. this is a fun one. To, I think this is a fun one uh, rooting for the over this season. I'll tell you this. Uh, now that I look at it, is, is there a coach, is a co- maybe just even a college coach that inherited a situation that, that's better than Urban Meyer in that, all right, you, you turn this team around even a little. If you go 6-11, and 11, that's a plus, right? Right. You got the number one quarterback coming out of college, Trevor Lawrence. You're in a shit division where you're facing Tannehill, Tytel, or and who did we say? Jacob Beeson. I'm not, I've now lost track of, of the, <laughs> the bad quarterbacks. But you could, you can go from one and 15 to four and two in the division. It's not unheard of. I am uh, picking against them. I think they lose. I think they're a three-point favorite at Houston the first week. I have them losing that game. I have them losing their primetime game at Cincinnati. I have them losing the London game against Miami. I just think these other teams are just better than them. And it's going to take a while for them to catch up. Parley kid and uh, Harry, you have the under also. Yes, Sal. Um, Again, part of me thinks it seems too easy. I do like the the makeup of the Jaguars. I think they're on the rise. Mm. Uh, I like their young skill kids like Robinson and Chenault uh, a lot. Of course, with Lawrence. Uh, but you know we're talking about a rookie quarterback, a rookie first year coach. We have seen uh, some success uh, with that, with the the rookie coach, right. uh, rookie quarterback. Uh, I think the average win uh, differential from the previous year is about three point two wins be- uh, when that happens right. uh, from the previous year. So even if you add three point two, uh, you know three to four wins on, this is still going under here for the Jags. I think we see a fun team. 
Uh, they're just not going to be quite there yet. To jump up to seven wins yeah. uh, is asking so much from this young team. Uh, but I'll be rooting for them. I just won't be rooting for them to go over here the six yeah. and a half. Still tough games and for a young team, right? I mean, they're they, are they going to beat anyone? Maybe one team in the NFC West? Are they going to beat the Colts and Titans three out of four? I don't think so. That's a bunch of losses right there, right to start. So Right. Um, and then, you know, team gets disinterested. They bring Travis at the end in. Harry, you are not being fooled by the 60-yard slow-motion spirals they're showing on Twitter thrown by Trevor Lawrence. No, I disagree with you too. Uh, I mean, just to, to get to seven wins from one win is asking so much for a team that hasn't done anything. They've had one good season, like the last 15 years. Uh, and there's no lock that Lawrence is going to have such a great season. I didn't like them taking Etienne late in the first round. Uh, I thought that was about highly suspect when Robinson had such a good season. Yeah, uh, didn't make sense. They just considering, uh, you know, they have so many holes they needed to fix on defense. Last year, they gave him most points in the AFC, uh, 27th versus the pass, 30th versus the run. Uh, and like Sal, you mentioned, they have to play the NFC West. I, I mean, I just don't see it here. I just don't see the offense. And if you look at their uh, wide receivers, I mean, uh, Chark already has a broken finger. The leading receiver from last year uh, already has a broken finger, and he, he's getting that mended. But still, uh, the receivers are average at best, at best. Six and a half. You said that about the Steelers Going receivers, too, too. Would you rather have Steelers receivers yeah. or Jaguars? Yeah. Well, you don't. Uh, you don't like Steelers the, barely. barely you like on the, the Steelers. I like the Jaguar receivers. I, li I think that's a good. Unit. Harry has a very, very. Uh, who are the best receivers? Harry is very, very strict uh, when it comes oh, to wide receivers. Clark led, led them in led the team in receiving last year with seven hundred yeah. yards. Seven hundred yards. Yeah, he's young. Everybody's young. Three hundred yards make, less than he had the year before. I don't want to make. A, I'm just show, asking Lynch, you who Lynch, your favorite receivers are. Yeah, I think you like the Giants receivers. That's why. You think they're top three? Chenault is going to be very good. Chenault is going to be excellent. Well, if, 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 like I said, if C.D. Lamb doesn't line, in the, line up in the slot, he's going to have a huge season if he lines up the outside for Dallas. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. That's your Dallas Cowboy fandom showing through. All right. So now I said, um, I said I think Urban Meyer, relatively speaking, inherited a, a great situation here with this AFC yeah. South dumpster fire. I think just the opposite of this David Culley, poor guy. Ravens, what was he like? The passing coach and everything. They hire him. They have no picks to make. They what did they trade the one and the two for Laramie Tunsil years ago? So they have to start 67th pick overall to get Davis Mills, quarterback for Stanford, who looks like they'll see he'll see time. Uh, Nico Collins, the wide receiver for Michigan, I liked him, but let's face it, this is a disaster. They lost five in a row to close the season. Um, you know, how do you replace? Deshaun Watson, and he's not traveling with the team to this um, preseason game, although he's like signing autographs yesterday. I, I don't get what's going on, uh, but 4,800 yards, 33 touchdowns. He's a 68% passer, and he did all this being sacked 155 times in three seasons. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with that. <laughs> How do they do this? This is Ty Taylor, who uh, got a waiver from the team doctor and is now going to start this mess or Davis Mills. They have the fourth toughest schedule. Yeah, they they add Ty Taylor, Mark Ingram, Phil Lindsay, Marcus Cannon, the lineman. Will Fuller is gone. Defensively, Lovey Smith comes in. They only had nine takeaways last year. I think they were the only team with fewer than 10. JJ Watt's gone. Zach Cunningham is the only bright light there. 163 tackles. Um, you know, I guess they added Shaq Lawson. 
Yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't, I, I don't know what the, their over-under is four. I have them exactly with four. What kind of odds you get on that? That's also five to one odds. Uh, I wouldn't touch them to make the playoffs. The no is minus 1,200. If you could put that in a parlay, go for it. The yes is plus 710. Parlay kid, you're jumping on the under here? Well, I'd say exactly Yeah, four. I'll take the under at plus under. 120 here, Sal. I, I do yeah. like that, that value uh, with the under. Uh, there's just so many questions that need to be answered regarding Watson. Uh, it was right around this time four years ago when the NFL uh, came down on Zeke uh, for his punishment. Like even without this, the, you know, these things going, uh, these allegations from Watson going forward in terms of in the court system, whatever. I doesn't the NFL have to make a ruling on this eventually? Like, yeah, uh, to what yeah. they're gonna do with Watson? Like what? What's going to happen here? I, I just think this team is in disarray regardless of what happens. They There is just no juice with this team, right? Is there anything besides Watson <clears throat> to get excited about? They bought, they bought in a gaggle of running backs here. It's kind of interesting. David Johnson. Uh, uh, I do like Philip Lindsay a little bit from the Broncos. He's there now. Mark Ingram is there now. I don't know. No, none of them really excite me, though. Uh, Their receiving core is ridiculously weak if if Cooks is your number one. Uh I don't I don't see anybody getting too excited about that. Uh, I don't know. So it's 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 gonna be a long year for this Texans team. There's just too much drama surrounding it. Yeah. Uh, I gotta take the under. I can't see going with the over here at all. Here's the only thing I'll say about the Texans. It's a, tell me why maybe this is not the same situation. But this time last year, the Washington football team was in similar turmoil, right? Uh, all right, you didn't have to, you didn't have to replace a franchise quarterback in Deshaun Watson. That's that's a little different, but you know, whatever. You had the the, the team owner. There were allegations. The whole thing with the, the how the uh, cheerleaders were treated by the front office. You know, some of the employees. It was terrible sure. that they didn't have a name. You know, the, the quarterback they drafted wasn't very good. And they played in a shit division and and won it, right? So, uh, I know, I know they're not. Ron Rivera had a lot to do with that. Sure, Very good coach. Absolutely, yeah. but I'll I'll say that maybe I'm not expecting them to turn it around. You can't get too excited for more than four wins, brother Brian. You have the under. Also, I give them wins at Jacksonville the first week uh, versus Jacksonville the first week versus Carolina, and then two that you guys are going to laugh at again, Seattle. And the Chargers, those are both home games later well, in the season. Those are the Sal, they're a dog in week one at home against the Jags as of right now, correct? Yeah, they're three-point on the road. Yeah, I, I don't right. think they're favored any any point. I mean, they won't be favored at all, right? No, I mean, unless, unless, Ver- Watson, unless Watson is playing. Or unless somebody yeah. else, another quarterback gets hurt. But home against Carolina, they'll be an underdog a few points, right? I think, yeah. Oh, right? yeah, with yeah, with, yeah. With, with somebody else. Home against yeah. the Jets. That's close. I guess they'll be an underdog. Again, that, that's late. That's about Thanksgiving weekend. We don't know by then. But uh, I still have them. For, I guess. I, yeah, I know. I guess four wins for a team that's not favored in any games is a lot. But I'm I'm calling it at five to one. Um, Brian, how say you? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I like the under here. I mean, that, you know, last year, you know, even with a phenomenal season by Watson, right? They were still four and 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, they likely have the worst roster, wor- ro- worst, yeah, worst roster in the NFL. I mean, 
Bill O'Brien, like when we talk about uh, I, Bill O'Brien should probably be in jail based on how this roster looks. I mean, it is it is so like, I mean, everybody knew too at the time that every move he made was really and bad. And they had no but, picks. They couldn't get but any Just picks. look at it. I mean, yeah. that's why at, yeah. at this point, really just, I mean, for if you, even if you're a Watson guy, like just trade him, get something, just start for, I mean, you're going to stink. You're probably going to stink anyway, whatever you can, you know, whatever you can get from, cause you don't know after this year, right. what you know how much he'll play. Um, and it's probably just worth it for them to start over. Right. Um, but like you said before, like Shaq Lawson, probably their main acquisition. I don't know what they'll do for them. You'd have to figure with Watt gone, this team becomes one of the worst pass rushing units in the NFL. Like part of the kids said, the receiving course stinks. Um, so yeah, again, I think to get to the over, uh, right. you, you need Watson somehow to play some games. And then, uh, yeah, you're going to, you have to beat Jacksonville. You have to be Jacksonville probably yeah. twi- twice to for this to go over. Yeah, there you go. Um, I'm looking at there because they had the 0 and 17 Fanduel did, and then they they taken it down. They they just have the Chiefs 17 and 0, Tampa Bay 17 and 0. They'll they'll put it back. But I'm used looking at the Texans alternate win totals. So okay, so they do have it because under a half is 13 to one. So there you go. So if they go winless, it's 13 to one. Then it jumps. Under one and a half is plus six fifty. Under two and a half is plus two thirty. So if you really hate this team, under two and a half. Yeah, yeah if you want to read okay. into the fact that they're not favored the whole year, and they could still win two games, and you win at plus two thirty, that's not terrible. How are you going under as well as a clean sweep? Yeah, like uh, you guys mentioned, four wins last season. Two of them versus Jacksonville. One versus Detroit. Even with Watson, Darren mentioned this Watson situation is a complete nightmare. Uh, is Tyrod Taylor the answer? Probably not either. 31st in rushing last year. They did get uh, Mark Ingram, but he turns uh, 31 this year. David Johnson's just been off for the last two years. Uh, Cooks, this is, uh, I know he played a little bit with the Texans last year in that trade, but this is his fourth team in seven years. Watts, Al, you mentioned, gone. Uh, 30th in total yards against. This team had all last season, last in the NFL in picks. They had three picks for the whole season. Yeah, This team is going under four. All right, there you go. Uh, so division winner, it's pretty clear. Titans minus 135, Colts plus 175, Jacks, Jags 6-1, to one, Texans 23-1. to one. I'm going to be the dissenting opinion here. I'm saying Colts plus 175. That was a minus 140 before Wentz got injured. As Parley Kid points out, maybe Wentz isn't out much. They should lose a bunch of those first four games anyway, you know, three out of four. So I didn't have high hopes for them the first month as it was. Maybe Sammy Ellinger turns around. Who knows? I'm taking a chance there. Plus 175. You guys like the Titans at minus 135. Is it? Would you say, the only thing I'll say is, does anyone say this is their favorite division winner? Would anyone no. say? No? Okay. No, I don't, I don't think so. I'm close I, on I, the I, Titans. I'm close. close on the Titans. Close. I mean, I, would, close. I, you know, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if the Colts won it. I, I actually wouldn't be shocked if the winner of this division, you know, if the mm. winner of this division is eight and nine, right? I right. Mean, this, this Titans offense, they, they could average 28 to 30 points a game. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's all the top three offense, the yeah. bottom three defense, if they could turn it around. All right. I'm going to call. I think they both end up nine and eight. And uh, the Colts win the tiebreaker. I'll take it plus 175. Whether I really believe that, who the hell knows? But I like a plus 175. Let's go with a division prop. Uh, we all pick player props. Parley kid, we're butting heads here, although there's a there's a way we could both win this. Derek, talk about a fixed line, a fixed number. Derek Henry, 
How many yards rushing did he have, Parley Kid? 2,000 what? 30? 2,027. I don't know, something like that. Okay. So then you add the, you add the extra game, and they put his rushing number at 1539.5. Yeah. They take 500 yards off his last year total, and we added a game. Fix, fix, fix. I'm going under. I know I'm boring. I'm taking all these player prop unders. Uh, I'm going under. I don't know what, what happens. Maybe the passing game opens up with Julio Jones, or maybe he doesn't play as much Derrick Henry. God forbid he gets injured. But for God's sakes, they've talked about running him into the ground. He has a ton of carries, uh, you know, over the last three years. I don't know. I don't see. I, I mean, he can have 1450, and that's a great year, right? I'm going under 1539. He had 2027 last year. Now, Parley Kidd. That not, doesn't necessarily mean your bet is going to lose. Derrick Henry, most rushing yards in the NFL, four to one. Yeah, four to one for a guy that outrushed everybody else uh, by 500 plus yards last year, mm. albeit some others uh, had an injury or two. Uh, but what? Are, how are you going to stop Henry now? Uh, Dave, you can't stack the buy. You got AJ Brown and Julio Jones receiving. Don't forget, they also bought in Reynolds. Uh, Josh Reynolds from the Rams, too. Uh, they have some terrific receivers. You can't stack the box against this team. Uh, Henry's going to get his. He keeps himself in. I know he's, he's, some people might think he's been a little overworked uh, over the last few years. The guy keeps himself in phenomenal shape. He's a beast at four to one for a guy who's going to get his carries. I mean, who's, he's not really, there's not a, another guy that's a threat to take a, a lot of carries away from him either. So I just love these odds at four to one on Henry. You can <clears> say there's something fishy about all this other stuff. Yes. Can one injury could do him in here and he can't win this, but all other things being equal, how does he not win this four to one is uh, too good for me to pass up here for Henry. Most rushing yards. You know, I'm looking at, um, so the over-under is 1539.5. Most rushing yards is a good pair. Why, why not? Four to one if you can get the guy who get, had 378 carries last year and 303 the year before. But I feel like the odds makers, Fandle, threw out last year because he had 1,540 yards rushing in 2019, which is exactly where, we're, where they're at, 1539 and a half. That number could still win you. The Russian yeah. championship, correct? For sure, right. I was just looking at that. But 681 yeah. carries, Parley Kid, in the last two years. Such a, so many, it's so many. All right, Harry, you like uh, Trevor Lawrence under? I like Lawrence under 4,150 and a half yards at minus 112. I already need that on a few parlays. Oh, no. Same, Harry. About $1,000. Um, look, 27th in offense last year. I don't trust Urban Meyer. And it's not that I don't trust Lawrence, who did get injured in college a few times. I just don't trust Jacksonville quarterbacks. I mean, historically, look, since 2000, only one Jacksonville quarterback has gone over 4,150 yards. In 2015, Blake Bortles had 4,400. I mentioned before, I don't like their wide receivers that much. I think they're average to below average receivers, uh, especially, you know, I've, just to look at the stats, that's the way it is. Shark, 300 yards less last year than he did in 2019, just led the team with 700. And for an example, uh, Kyler Murray for the past two seasons uh, with Arizona, all, everything that he's done that uh, he's been electric and everything, he hasn't gone over 4,000 yards. Yeah. So I'm going over for, under 4,150 with Trevor Lawrence at the rookie. All right. 
I like that also. Brother Bry, what do you got for us? Yeah, I, I like that. That that's a that's a high number. Um, but I don't I don't necessarily love a lot of the AFC South props, mm-hmm. but I do like taking a shot at AJ Brown. Um, most receiving touchdowns at 12 to 1. Last year he tied, uh, he was tied for fifth most and he only played 14 games. Um, but including the playoffs, he had 12 touchdowns in 15 games. I do think yeah. actually, I yep. do think Julio, even though again, we don't know the health of Julio, um, I do think that'll actually help him. It'll it'll open up, you know, a lot more uh one-on-one with AJ Brown, which will, you know, even though he might have less targets, I think. Uh, and Julio's not a big touchdown guy. So I think this is going to be maybe yeah. even easier for him to score a few more touchdowns. You know, maybe he'll get to, you know, maybe he could get to 15, 16 this season. And that will be, you know, that'll be close to close to the leader. So I like that at 12 to one. Brother Brian, you look at Damashek and I discussed this on extra points. You're looking for comeback play of the year odds. Maybe you got Wentz at 10 to one in this division. You got Ty Taylor, 33 to one. You got Julio with 39 <laughs> to one. Julio with 39 to one. How is that going to happen? Uh, there was another one, huh. funny one I saw in here. Oh, Tim, yeah, T- still- Tim Tebow is 75 to one. <laughs> That's a fun one. Remember, didn't we have Guskowski was 250 to one at this point last year? And he like missed like three fo- field goals, maybe more on the first Monday night first, game. First game, it? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he made the winning. It was in an overtime. He made the, he ended up winning, making the winning one. But I think so. Yeah. Anyway, not, nothing crazy like that. Uh, at least that I, I don't see. Yeah, it's tough. This, the South is tough. There's just oh, not no. a lot of... It is. It's not a ton of players. It's garbage. There. But it got us thinking <laughs> it's time to take a, a trip on the Riverboat Casino. Let's do it. The degenerate trifecta and I set sail tackling pretend propositions as they relate to pop culture and sports. This week, we ask, which AFC South quarterback attribute would you least want to have? Trevor Lawrence's hair, 4-1 to odds. Ty Taylor's medical history and luck, 7-1 to odds. Deshaun Watson's penal future, oh boy, 9 to 1 odds. Carson Wentz's yeah. understanding of science, 20 to 1 odds. Or the field at even. Take it away, Parlay Kid. What's the worst of these four? Uh, Sal, uh, you're making this too easy on me here. I'm going to take uh, Lawrence at 4 to 1 with that <laughs> with that hair. Who needs all that hair, Harry? Am I correct? Help me uh, out here, buddy. Such a pain. Especially in the Florida humidity. Poor guy. He's going to have to deal with all that. Uh, What's he got to do down there? Maintaining that times. hair. Um, geez, really, it's it's very overrated. As Larry David once said, Harry, uh, there's nothing more co- nothing more sexy than a confident bald man. Am I correct? Nice. Harry? Am I correct? Absolutely true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hair is overrated. Lauren, the poor guy has got to worry about his hair more than football now. Who's right? the best bald quarterback Just- right now? I'm trying to think. <laughs> Matt Hasselbeck? Not a, who, I mean, who, who, who is there? I mean, Dilfer and Hasselbeck. I mean, who? Yeah, who is the best one? Let's, they're not playing anymore. But. No, they're not. They're very far uh, removed from the, the league. Uh, uh, I, I can't even think of yeah, the most. Well, yeah, that. why do most? Why do most of them have a nice set of hair? That's well, like, Dak, yeah, Dak. It's, it's on. Dak has on, a little bit of hair, right? It's a, yeah, yeah. It's unfair, though, right? Like yeah. you shouldn't be able to be a great quarterback and have a nice <laughs> hair. True. I mean, I, I, I don't. You're right, though. Who was? Bro, uh, oh, yeah, that's bro, baby not face. Right. Jump, it's not baby, right. jump in here, baby face. Are there any good goal? Uh, I mean, when your best when your best balding quarterback is probably Brian Hoyer. Oh uh, uh, yeah, you really got much. Yeah. yeah, it's not. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm with you, Paulie kid. I'll jump in right now. Trevor Lawrence's hair, four to one odds. I think it becomes a problem. You have to overcome that. Yeah, it's great in college. You're a kid. And you're. You got the. 
You got the gold, lo- you got the, you know, the flowing locks and everything. It's got to keep then- this appearance up now forever. You really do, and and if and if things go south in your career, you're just labeled a dirtbag, like Todd Marinovich had the hair, right? Like, oh, that's right. Bag. Even Gardner Minshew, like, oh, look at look at him, cut your hair, maybe you'll throw better. And what's the best case scenario? You get to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and they screw up your bust as they did with Troy Polamalu, right? He's gonna look like uh, he's gonna look like uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus. By the time this they put his bust true. up there, it's this not is good. True. All right, Harry, what's yours? Are you going to say uh, Trevor Lawrence's hair? Worst attribute of an AFC South quarterback? No, nah, I guess I'm going to go with uh, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> this is a lot of bad stuff here. I mean, I know innocent until proven guilty, but he's in uh, he's uh, Bill Cosby ballpark territory. So, uh, so I don't know. I just uh, think he's uh, it's a mess in Houston, just a total mess, and he's he's created a lot of this and. and he still actually gets to be with the team, but I don't know. I just think it's such a nightmare. It's awful. All right. Shut yeah, up before awful. you say something stupid. But uh, the thing I'll say, I, I, if I had a bet right now, I would say Harry does more jail time than Deshaun Watson. I mean, just he had, he had, uh, he had an man. incident with the police this week. Yeah, there's always uh, something going on. Dealing yep. with the police at 2.30 in the morning in Anchorage, Alaska. Unbelievable. Yeah. Not your fault. Nothing, 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 nothing serious yet in Seattle. Everything's been. Why did you help? Why were you hiding during? Why were you in hiding during that though, Harry? <laughs> why were you not hiding? helping Ken? Hiding under oh, like a bar stool. From what I heard, you know. Yeah, listen, if you if you if I told the whole story, I mean, people would think I'm a saint. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Believe me. All right, brother Brian, which of the four here? Well. It's funny, like uh, I'm now. I went through every team, and I honestly, I don't know if there's a bald quarterback. It's really, it's really depressing. I, I would want, <laughs> I would want Trevor Lawrence's hair, though. You I mean, would. I think now, now he Ugh. has to keep the hair because now I think the hair kind of makes him a good-looking guy. Whereas without the hair, if you've ever seen the short hair, definitely not, definitely not. Okay. Um, so I was going through a couple of these. Yeah, the Gardner Minshew mustache, and then I settled on. Uh, although I just recently changed it. I settled on, I was going to go with Davis Mills. I don't know if you've ever seen this guy's neck, even when he was at Stanford. I mean, I have a pretty long neck. His neck is Is like, that right? I got to pull this neck, up. Yeah, now. you got to look at his neck. It's like a giraffe uh, giraffe playing quarterback. So I was going to take him. Oh, yeah, I, look at that. I, I was going right. to take him, and then I was like, you know what? <laughs> I totally forgot about this um, Carson Wentz uh, neck acne. I mean, how many, you know, that that act oh. he always had on, on the back of his neck was really disgusting. I don't think he's ever gotten rid of it. Um, <laughs> wow. So maybe, I, uh, I, yeah, I'll go with that. There's a lot. Yeah, a lot of. Oh, lot of I was looking at this. These too. Quarterbacks. Wow. You're right. Oh, what a mess. It's funny. <laughs> they showed a picture of him side by side with uh, Chris Elliott in uh, <laughs> in something about Mary. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. We are forgetting. We are forgetting about Terry Bradshaw, though, right, Sal? With the baldness, I'm not. I'm oh yeah, just Curtis. Oh, sure. He's yeah. just Curtis. He's the just greatest. Kurt. He's the greatest. Actually, back then there were a lot more guys without hair. Yeah, no, well, everyone, well, everyone yeah. looked like a sixty-five-year-old. You know, I just I, I, bed. Yeah. I just can't think. I don't think there's one. Is there one bald? You mean totally bald, right? Terry had a little. Terry had the. Terry would do. Well, uh, he had it on the he, side, he, but these days, if it was. He would have shaved the sides, right? Yeah, he but, would have shaved it. Like, but I don't every, know. He had a supercuts um, campaign going. I don't know if you remember. He like really a, did. He really did have to do uh, ads for supercuts. Babyface, what are we missing every here? Every quarterback. Jeez. Yeah. I, I just can't believe you guys are leaving out Tyrod Taylor. I mean, a, a doctor punctured his <laughs> lung and <laughs> nearly killed him. Ash and then it, 
And then it was like, if that wasn't a bad enough situation, then he goes to the Houston Texans. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Justin Herbert gets all the, all the accolades. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tom Brady's bald baby face, right? Yeah. He's those are all hair plugs. I think uh, he, yeah, he's got the plugs them. or the powder. He might use the powder. I think. There you go. All right. Hey guys, we've all had that dream. Harry, I don't even want to know about your dreams, but we've all had it. Tie game, bottom of the ninth, bases loaded. You have the under, the game, the strikeout, goes to extra inning. No, no, no. Anyway, that's a different, that's a nightmare for both of us. On FanDuel Sportsbook, you get more than one shot to swing for the fences. FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free. That's right. New users get up to $1,000 back in site credit if your first bet doesn't win. And it only gets better from there. Check out FanDuel's new promo Live every Tuesday. Yes, today's Tuesday. $5 Dinger Tuesdays. Place a $25 or more wager on any player to hit a home run on Tuesday and get a $5 bonus in site credit for every home run hit in the game. Max $25. There's a reason FanDuel Sportsbook is America's number one sportsbook. The app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets. Unique fun bet types like same game parlays. $5 Dinger Tuesday, which I mentioned. When you win... FanDuel will pay you your winnings in as little as 24 hours. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code against all odds to get in on the action. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code against all odds. Does anyone have a $5 dinger Tuesday? You guys are betting baseball all over the place. I don't know. Uh, just pick one of these Yankees. The Yankees play tonight, right? Probably kid, right? Game two against the Yeah, Royals. sure. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll say uh, let's Luke Voigt stays hot. He yeah. gets a home run again for the second consecutive all right. game. I mean, you're certainly not going to pick uh, Alonzo here. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> Dude, that was coming. <laughs> what a disaster. God. By the way, the Mets, Mets are like minus 250 tonight. Crazy. Hey, look, what the hell You happened? always have the home run derby, Sal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really don't. I, I, it's unbelievable how it worked, Parley Kid. Like, the Cowboys are going to embarrass us tonight. Like, they tagged the Mets in. The Mets were a half game up. They gave up three to Philly. And worse yet, like, we saw Bryce Harper a week ago today was 50 to one to win MVP. I, I talked about it now. What is he now? Like, is he four to one? Uh, uh, let me see now. I haven't even seen Bryce Harper. Two, plus 260 or something. Plus like that. 260. I I, oh, wow. Is that what it is? He's plus know. 270. So Tatis, okay. who's, who's banged up too, is even odds. Bryce Harper plus 270, 50 to one a week ago today. And worse yet, Zach Wheeler, former Met, plus 160 to win the Cy Young. So when it oh. rains, it, it pours there. For, they're uh, not the out of it though, Sal. They'll 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 they they'll start. I just don't. I mean, they better. have a tough. They're, they're playing the Dodgers and Giants. They're coming here, so they really they got a great past point. the easier part of their schedule. So it doesn't uh, help that you haven't heard a thing about Degrom in like a month. I mean, well, uh, right. What's the deal right. with this? I mean, they might I mean, be hiding something that we, that you don't even know about. If I, he I throws know. four no hitters in September, twenty he's twenty five to one. I was just looking like, at that. Five young. Okay. Pretty sure Amazing. I gave the Phillies out to win that division when we had Jen. You on. did. Uh, you did. I mean, Girardi. again, this yeah, time last year, Girardi. this time last week, they were plus two eighty. The Braves were plus two eighty. So you could jump all over these um, baseball odds. All right. So you say Luke Voigt to win uh, to hit a home run. You get twenty five a uh, twenty five dollar home run wager. Yes, you can get. Right there, five dollar bonus and site credit for every home awesome. run hit in the game. Luke Voigt, game's going extra innings. It's going to be one one in the ninth, and uh, and your over bet is going to hit. There you go, Yankees. Uh, let's do Sharp Tank. Uh, all right, Harry, you want to take it away? What's your pick? You sure. got preseason football. 
sure. No more baseball for me. <laughs> Screw it. I'm taking uh, the Texans. Speaking of the Texans, I'm going to take the Texans plus three at Green Bay. Uh, aside from them being four and one against the spread, the last five preseason openers, uh, including losing by two to Green Bay two years ago, uh, no preseason last year. Um, uh, this is a game where it just it just seems like to me that this is phony. Three only three point spread. It's phony. Everyone's going to take. Everyone's going to want to bet football. They're all going to take Green Bay. No one's going to take the Texans. Okay. So give me Jeff Driscoll late in the game for the Texans. And he gets it done, and they cover the three against the Packers. All right, I can't make fun of him. There's there's nothing to bet anymore. So he's just for the next couple of weeks, right? So I don't know. We're gonna. <laughs> Nobody else has preseason football. What are you Nobody. Do? Mize against Aiken for Detroit, the Tigers That's and Orioles. I, like, that was my. Uh, that, was, that was my. Uh, that was it. Uh, that was your extra points pick. I know. Hi, Pride. Jump in. Well, I've. I feel like an idiot doing this. Um, and I, I was thinking I, I wanted to change it up, but I just didn't have enough time, but I am going, Oh God, I found out right before, right after I made this pick, I was going to, I'm taking the Dodgers Phillies under eight and a half, but Harry has this for his oh, yeah. extra point pick, which shows you know, Nola, right? Yeah, yeah. But I can't win two in a row, Bri. So it might, work. right. It's better that way, but it's still like a 15% chance of winning yeah. at this point. So, <laughs> <Stay with it>. <laughs> um, <laughs> but even though that the, high, the Phillies have been hot, but Scherzer, Scherzer has pitched really well against them this season. I think the totals in those games were three, five, and four in his three yeah. games against um, against the Phillies. Nola's been inconsistent, but he was good the last game at home. He's, uh, he's been good at times. Um, so mm-hmm. expect, I would say, a 0-0 game after nine, and then nine runs in the tenth for me to lose this bet. All right. All right. Under and the Dodgers. Oh, the under is so much fun. It really is. You stole all my reasonings for that on extra points, by the way. I know. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's uh, I, I actually didn't. Usually we text each other who we take, and I, I had I no idea until right before. Yeah. All right. Uh, I only have two to choose from because Parlay Kid's suspension continues here. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? So Parlay Kid, you do want to point out. Don't tell us who you would have had, but uh, you could say who you had last week because of your suspension. I, I would have given out uh, Vincente Lucane. Brian knows this because um, yep. I had said that to uh, – to win right. uh, his fight, which he did in spectacular fashion the other night. Right. Um, you know, I listen, there's there's one I would love to give out right now because. No, we can't hear it. It's, it's surefire. <laughs> surefire. Maybe you it's, put it in some kind of code or something. There's a surefire game on the board right now. Was it? Just tell us <laughs> the, the sport. Is not it a baseball game. Or football? I, this would, you would have to wait for till Sunday for the results of this. Oh, I see. Well, yeah, this is that because yeah. it's, 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 oh, it's this golf. is the I guy yeah. and this is the yeah. tournament that got me started betting on golf oh, about really? four years ago. Okay. And I bet this guy every year in this tournament and yeah. the odds right now, uh, he's, Leading is the uh, ah, we don't want to know too much. You can't, you I can't. can't well, I you can tell you this yeah, it's <laughs> he named his daughter after this tournament. That's how much success he has. Is that in this right? Tournament. Okay. Yes, and uh, wow, and he's come in. Who would name uh, their daughter three. Byron Nelson? <laughs> oh, oh, this is a different, I don't even, I'm not even keeping it. It's it's the Wyndham Championship. All right, my right, Harry, that's the tournament this yeah, year. Yeah, that's correct. And Harry this Wyndham. man has come in top three like four years in a row. <laughs> so I owe my golf winnings on 
for this man because he got me started. It's the first I gotta say, tournament I ever This is what you should have done, Parlay Kid. You should the the tuition parlay, the tuition pick, and no, this I and that. did oh, do this yeah. as a tuition pick years ago, and it right. is. So what, Darren? So what you're saying is, if anyone wants to really know what the pick is, they should go to bestbackcorner.com and check there. that out. That's where all suspended yeah. losers go. Best bet corner. Yeah, but I tell you what, the I, I really I. <laughs> Aaron's up the 6, odds on just the came year. up on FanDuel okay. for the finishing position, and they're so much better than they are on other sites. It's not like, a great – You can uh, get four, him – Right? There's like four good go- – four top golfers in there, right? You can get this guy in uh, <laughs> odds for top 10 yeah. on FanDuel that All you'd right. have to get top five on other sites. Paul, I, so, can, I can't control your Twitter. If you want to tweet out your win, that's good. We just can't feature it on Sharp Tank. That's it. But tweet tweet out. And I did it. Know. I did not feature it on Sharp Tank. That's it. All right. We didn't throw it's you not. off Twitter. Polly <laughs> Kid and Marjorie Taylor Greene are off Twitter. Uh, no. All right. I'm going to go damn, with uh, damn the, a dual, <laughs> the dual pick there. Brother Brian, Harry, and some sort of uh, Dodgers-Phillies under a great pitching matchup. Great series uh, this stage in the year. 50-something yeah. games left. Let's take that under eight and a half. I'm seeing minus 104. There you go. Harry, you are, um, I think you're making your way to, to me, right? I am. Kids uh, for a night. Went, <laughs> went from Anchorage. Now I'm in Seattle. Uh, after this, I'm catching a plane to Phoenix. Got my doctor's appointment tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then I'll be at your place on Thursday. All right, we got to get you. He's a, never a making test. it out of that doctor's yeah. office, Sal. You better Is that right? Sal, you got to get you have some a back, backup. You have a back, yeah, you have a backup. Get some backup, Sal. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, I I don't I don't it doesn't feel good. Harry also bragging about uh that he lost twenty two pounds. Well, I have. I'm not bragging. Congratulations, Harry. We did up the good working on it. Harry, hey, listen, Darren, Darren, yesterday, twenty two thousand one hundred steps. Wow. How about that? That's pretty good. That's not that's ten miles. Actually, the parlay kid got a lot of time on his hands. The parlay kid. The parlay kid. Uh, he doesn't do it. Uh, you know, uh, my, my son, Archie, said to me, uh, oh, they had speed walking as an event. And uh, yeah. and my son, Archie's like, you think Darren would do well in this? I, th- I said, I think he would. Uh, he would do well in the speed walking. Parley Kid is a very fast walker. I, I, very. Sal, I, I can walk. <laughs> I, I, it, I, can I think walk they should do it fast. to Disneyland, though. I think walk. the event should be in a, in a uh, place yeah. like see, I'm telling you. Ask, or like Sistine Chapel walker. or yeah. places that kind of matter. In and the airport a week or two ago, I look back and my wife's like, got to be at least a football <laughs> field behind me. I, it's just ridiculous. Do you just, go on the, when, when there's a side-by-side, when there's that conveyor, but whatever that is, like the uh, walkway that you, I, you I really it. prefer to take stairs. Of course you do. Uh, and stairs. No, 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 I'm talking artificial. about the one that goes, the one that goes straight. That speeds yeah, it up. Yeah, right. Even that, I, that's, that, I, that, that, that's artificial. I rather, I prefer I to. Avoid that. Look, that's right. like taking steroids. He won't do it. Well, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah, Cannon, Cannon at Penn Station. Cannon Penn Station. He's like a gazelle. He's all over the place. He's incredibly fast. <laughs> all right, Harry. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> gazelle. Uh, all uh, right. Uh, Babyface Joel Solomon. Good point. Back gorilla. point. Want to jump in? No, you guys had uh, a lot of good points today. Also, you're right. There's so many young quarterbacks. We, we've lost the ball, the great bald quarterback in the NFL because of all these well, great But some of the young, young ones go bald, too. I just uh, – uh, uh, Dak I is bald, that... right? Dak Prescott's nah. bald, isn't he? No, he's no. losing uh, some of it. But he'll nah, shave but his head. 
eventually and look like a badass. Right. No, but he's he's still got enough. Does I think he? He's just like a yeah, he's got enough. Almost. He would not qualify as. No, nah, I, I don't think he's got. I can't enough. think of a. I can't think of a starting ball guy in the NFL mm. right now. Right. There's the uh, the Minnesota yeah. quarterback in college last year. I think Tanner Morgan is at it. He's yeah, he's got he's his head a, shaved. He's, he's he looks there. good. Yeah, yeah. Looks good. Handsome guy. I mean, I mean Drew Bre- Drew Brees would have been the one last year, but uh, he's oh yeah, so close, so close. All right, Danny, no good, no bad points, babyface. Uh, well, no, I mean, good. A lot of good points. I like that you're not giving up on the Colts yet. Last year they were eleven and five. And uh, we've got Wentz reuniting with uh, Frank Reich and, and Sam Ellinger. People really like him. I think that's why Wentz is trying to I get back. I can't believe Harry's a, Harry loves Sam Ellinger. I can't believe You know what? I, I, that's funny. I, I mean, if he was a quarterback, all of a sudden I'm switching my bet because I'm rooting for Ellinger. Okay. Definitely. There you go. But See, that's all it takes. Now, no. But uh, no, uh, really, this is what we're looking forward to. Counting down to the Harry Bowl. We're going to have to think of some stakes. Panthers, Jets, really, that's all I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. Joel was trying to figure out some kind of bet we could make with Harry. Although that is interesting, uh, Joel. You, said you want something with the states? How many? Because he's traveling so much. Oh, it's unbelievable. Well, someone uh, pointed out on Twitter that uh, he's Harry's lost in a, a few states. I mean, he is he's very busy, but uh, I, I, there is a, like a count here of how many maybe states we got to figure this out. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like that. that is rough. true. This is true. There you go. All right. And uh, a bad point. Joel, why do I have to spoon feed you there? Just do the good point, then do the bad point. <laughs> oh, the bad oh point. Well, the, I, I mean, you guys are are doubting Urban Meyer. I mean, come on. The, the Jaguars, he's going to bring an innovative offense. He's changing the culture. And uh, no, who am I kidding? They're going <laughs> to go terribly out there. Right. There you go. I can't even talk myself yeah, into it. I'm sorry. Can. All right. Well, there you go. That'll do it. We're going to come back Thursday and we're going to do the AFC West, I, I think that's a more fun division to cover as it is now. These three guys like the uh, the Titans, I like the Colts to win the AFC South. We'll be back with the AFC West. And Joel, I mean, there's a chance, let's say 50, 75 to 1 odds, he gets us a U.S. Uh, gold medal Olympian on as a guest for Thursday. Possibly two. Is that right? Possibly two. two. Uh, nice. I'm trying, but uh, it will not be a speed walker. They are... <laughs> I, I predict uh, the bar is low. It is a bronze medalist from um, 1976 and, and before. That's what I'll <laughs> nice. say. That's go. good. Awesome. Go. All right. That does it for another episode of Against All Odds. For Babyface Joel Solomon, Mikey Meatballs, the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na